We're back. We're back, baby. Lightweight, baby. Lightweight, no, baby. we're back. Another another day, another dollar. More recording. Tyler. Yo. Can you tilt that phone for the country straight? My bad. We do this. I should. We should do pre-checks. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Yeah, we're all good. We're good. Let's go. This week's topic. This week's topic. Interestingly, me and Dan have been discussing this for a while. Well, for a brief moment, because Dan did a little bit of re- bit of research into it and came across a few things. Um, we're going to talk about you know different types of cameras. Now, in the photography world, everyone knows DSLR. Dum dum dum. The 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 standards the standard model of cameras that most photographers nowadays use. But there is a new competitor that might mark the way for future photographers' arsenals of cameras. That being the mirrorless camera. Now, Dan, mirrorless. as you did a little more research into it than me, how, should we explain... The difference? Well, just first off, how does a mirrorless camera work? And then we can compare the two. So a DSLR camera... I meant to start with mirrorless. You want to start with mirrorless? Okay, no, actually, DSLR. Yeah, so the way that a DSLR camera works, it has two mirrors, or one mirror, Mm -hmm. that bounces the light up into the viewfinder slash into the sensor. So you have the sensor, the light comes through, and the mirror projects it onto the sensor. reflects it onto the sensor, yeah. With a mirrorless camera, I believe... this is very vague, but the technology is slightly different, so that basically the light goes straight onto the sensor. Yeah, There's no mirrors involved in reflect into reflecting. Yeah, the, instead of it being a physical sensor, it's more of an electronic thing. So the light, instead of going bam, bam, it kind of just goes straight through, it hits the sensor, and then it's displayed on an electronic viewfinder on your thing, I believe. Yeah. Um... They're also a lot more lightweight than DSLRs are. Lightweight, not as chunky. Typically, autofocus is absolutely insane, depending on which brand, but from DSLR to mirrorless, the autofocus will just be quicker. Yeah. They've normally got better computing power. But, so, yeah, on a whole, mirrorless seems like a nice step forward. We were we was talking about it before. Um in terms of, like, where it would go in the next 10 years or so. Um, I think you were even... From when we last spoke, I've seen a lot of articles. I actually think it will be the next two or three. Um, Possibly. Yeah, I mean, when we were looking at it, when we were looking at reviews on it, the the technology was still quite new, still quite old articles, and... At that point, mirrorless was lagging behind on a lot of different things. One main one being battery power. It couldn't compete against the DSLR in terms of how long of a life each battery had. And that had. was just due to the amount of electrical things that it had to output. Yeah, because there's Lenses were thing. limited because manufacturers were still yeah. for catering for DSLR. Mm-hmm. That was no longer the case. No, I'm splitting it up a bit more now. It's definitely more mirrorless focused. And the other thing um, that um, the other thing that was that we would want to talk about was the lenses that we currently have being used on our other cameras. So we at the minute use Canon, 
so we would like we've got a good selection I would say so far I want to improve on that selection but then that means if I improve on that selection I'm trying to think of the future so if I had uh, Canon excuse me mirrorless cameras there's an actually there's an adapter that Canon sell so you can still use your old yeah. lenses yeah the way forward that we wanted to take everything was if the, if these mirrorless cameras are really becoming a big thing we want to hop on that train but at the same time we do want to do it <clears throat> as cost efficient as we can so obviously yeah. we're not a big brand we're not streaming in income we don't we can't really afford to splash cash on things as expensive as that at this point um but as uh, when we were speaking about it in the past it was because we were with a specific brand of canon although we did dip into looking at cameras mirrorless cameras for like uh, we want to go Sony. Sony. Yeah. So Sony in an it. ideal world, we want to go for Sony. But actually, um, some of the Canon mirrorless cameras are very good. I think overall, we were being too picky on what was the best. Yeah, and they have their the, pros and the, cons. The, the, I think every brand has their pros and cons. And at the end of the day, Canon is as reliable as you get for a camera brand. So I believe that any mirrorless camera that we look look in the future of getting for each other like ourselves are unfortunately I think they are for the time being they are gonna have to be Canon. Canon are slightly cheaper than Sony in the mirrorless range at the minute. I know that people go, Oh but you've got this Sony that comes in here. I'm talking mm. about like the, the Mark Four and the Mark Three. Yeah. Um the A seven Mark Three, mm. A seven four and you get the R editions and the S editions and all that bollocks. But <laughs> our, our overall Canon came in at a slightly cheaper price point. Now, because we've already got our lenses for our current cameras and we are hoping to use our current cameras still for a couple of more years, mm. then ideally the 200D that I've got, I'll probably never get rid of. No, no, no. It's, it's always nice to have, because even if we get mirrorless, it's always nice to have, like, for example, this is why it will be such, so cost-efficient in the long run. We could still progress our photography and buy lenses for the cameras we do own and then when we eventually then all we need is an adapter we can make the switch to mirrorless when it gets to that so when and then when we make that switch we'll have all those lenses at our disposal yeah and then if you keep the our old cameras we've then got allows us to go to things like uh, proms or weddings with two cameras one of them with a specific lens for a specific type shot we're looking for another one it, it saves time manage it's more time management than having yeah. to one sec I need to switch this out switch this out and the thing is is that mirrorless is still relatively new hopefully with the new technology and the more cameras that there are the cheaper the bud because yeah, even if you search for like budget mirrorless they're still coming in at six seven hundred pound and the top end are coming in at four grand we, yeah we saw some for four grand plus so easily. so at the minute they're still very expensive so i think in the next couple of years if they bring out more and the more lenses become available then they'll naturally become cheaper mm. so i think that we definitely want to move to because our autofocus when you're at weddings proms and even just at the events that we've been doing such yeah. as the just like parties and blog yeah. uh, and like performances having that autofocus there is good because you capture the moment. It's quick. There's yeah. not none of this. 
oh fuck oh, oh god oh my god and that's the focus I've missed the moment it's uh, boom done yeah I mean I'll touch on it a little bit I mean we'll talk about it later in a different episode but I with my model of camera I could make it work I could make it, I could take nice photos for in, for the event I was at but one thing I really did struggle with was finding a like a snappy autofocus when for the right moments. It was very like one minute I could be autofocusing nicely, next minute it'd be kind of where it just couldn't find and couldn't sing on. Do you want to tell them what happened to that camera? Yeah, well, rest I, in peace. I, 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 I was going to touch on it later on when we got got to the other, but yeah, I might as well say it now. Um, so just as a quick overview. I did a uh, prom. Everything was going fine. Photos were coming out. We were making sales on prints. Everything was going smooth, nice. And for the photography-based audience that are watching this, you guys will know that tripods have a quick release, which allows you to take the camera... Good, good tripods. Good, good tripods. Will have a quick release, which allows you to quickly take the camera off the tripod without having to go and unscrew it and spin it around, whatever. I, on the other hand, my quick release wasn't secured to the camera, and when I was focusing on taking a portrait shot in which my camera needed to be tilted, uh, it fell off the quick release, snapping my lens completely in half. During towards, thankfully, it was towards the end of the prom where I'd pretty much gotten a good night, hundred photos making. And, it. and you, luckily, you had your other lens, and we I adapted, did have a backup, and we had quickly adapted, readjusted. Yeah, I had a backup lens, but the more stranger scenario was, photos were being taken, put everything away, my equipment away, all all fine. I got to Dan's afterwards and the viewfinder no the, the screen, LCD screen the, the LCD screen display was had a massive crack through the middle and it, you couldn't see anything on it and it was pretty much the last time I got to use my camera and the lens they both went under but having said that I would have had I mean I'm trying to look on the bright side here I would have had to sell them anyway if I moved to Canon because I wouldn't be able to use that it's, lens it's twisted your arm because um you're now going to be using the 2000D that I've... That is a part of Mason Productions' yes. inventory. So you're going to start using that. Uh, me and Sarah are actually going to a camera shop tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, we might not buy anything, but we might end up picking up a new camera. We don't know. We've got enough money in the business. We've got a couple of things that we want to buy. Having that second camera, it, it, I think, is something that would be... Mm-hmm. Ideally, I want to buy two cameras, but with the budget, we can't. We can't buy two. We can only buy one if we ever want to buy one. So, so we're 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 and ironing about about what it is. But we're going to a professional camera shop. Unfortunately, Tyler can't come with us because at work. But we will be making another trip with Tyler. Um, but we might end up buying a mirrorless camera tomorrow. We don't know. I doubt it because they're expensive and we don't have yeah. a type of budget. Um, but ultimately I do think that we might end up buying some new gear even if it is just a new lens because I want to buy a new lens that ranges from like 24mm to like 80 at the moment moment, I'm sticking with a default lens because you've got the kit lens I haven't got a Dan's still Dan's got his own so I've got a kit lens and I've got a 70 to 300 Mm -hmm. and at the minute 
you've only got the 18 to 55. Mm -hmm. I mean, so I think for me personally, my, the, my main focus would be to, oh, I mean, getting the camera sorted, then focusing on like different lenses I need. Cause we know when we eventually make that upgrade, we'll have every, cause at the end of the day, the lens has a massive impact. Yeah, like obviously- on Types of shots anyway. Like, on, like the 18 to 55 is good because it has that wide aspect, but also what I want is a portrait lens. But yeah. I want the portrait so that we could do whole body and just headshots. So that's why I'm sort of thinking of like a 24 mil to like a yeah. 120mm yeah, ish. Yeah. Obviously I'll speak to the professional guys tomorrow. But no, I think the mirrorless and DSLR debate is a huge one. It's splitting people at the minute because people oh it's a third, it will just a mirrorless cameras have their place. Mm-hmm. At the minute they are dominating anything that requires quick autofocus yeah weddings parties anything sort of like that the only thing that dslr are still being used for mm-hmm. i don't know I, you know i maybe just be chatting shit here but like portraits landscape photography is one thing wildlife photography is another thing that has been used by dslr cameras i think wildlife photography especially because of the battery life you sometimes to get the perfect shots sometimes you, need to be you sat could there. be sat like that time that we went out yeah we went out at what well we got up at six we got to the place at what half six yeah and we was there until one two yeah well we, we waited until sunrise passed and then we Tried to track the deer down to get a photograph. And then we did the night before. It was there for a few hours then, because that's when we went to pick up the tent now. Yeah, so like, you know, you could be out for hours and hours yeah. and hours. You know, I, I do plan while I've got this week off to try and catch some wildlife photography. On the way down the road just then, uh, the deer, oh, yeah. the local deer of the farm have given birth to two ewes. I think that's what you call them. I'm not actually sure, to be honest. I want to say ewes. I may be... I, Baby deer. Yeah, let's go with the sit. Let's go. We've had two baby deer, so the deers are now going to be out and about. I thought that I hadn't seen them in a long time. I thought that they were hiding. I thought that maybe they'd died, but no, they had gone into hiding to have two beautiful babies. So there's going to be some brilliant wildlife opportunities coming out now. Uh, we have lots of birds of prey at the farm. We've got we've got lots of things that we can be taking well, photos of. Yeah, the farm has a lot of different things. I think as well. When we get more broad on our lenses, where me and Dan are at a point where eventually, ideally, what I want is for us both to be equipped, be equipped with a good two hundred to seven hundred mil lens, and just camp out and just get the juiciest, natural looking yeah, shots. Yeah, I've, I've also been looking at a magnifier, so it clips onto the camera, mm-hmm. and then your lens clips into the magnifier. Right. So it turns your 70 to 300 into a 140 to 600. Does that not mess quality up, though? No, because it's an official Canon magnifier. Interesting. Well, that might be worth looking into if it's a cheaper alternative. And a lot of people do do that as an option. That's fair enough. I can see why. But like that, I've got to speak to professionals like that. It may auto Because sometimes when you add an adapter on to things, the... Auto focus yeah, is not an option. Yeah, yeah. So, one of the things touching on if we do go to mirrorless, vi- our videography, we will have to buy lenses that are made for mirrorless cameras. Mm. So the autofocus works on pictures, doesn't work on video. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's definitely worth noting down. 
So that's one of the things that we have to take into consideration. It's a big debate. Lots to talk about, and we're not that well-educated to give you, you should buy mirrorless, you should buy DSLR, no, but no, it is no. a chat that we've had within ourselves. It's a good it's a good one to talk with about with starting photographers or maybe people who are at the same level as us, because it's pretty much our own opinions. We're still... We're, we're, I le- think we're learning how what equipment works for us and what we should move to ourselves. We're by no means full-on photography experts no we the the thing is is that we are very good at picking out moments and we're very good at getting the client happy there's still things that we can improve on and ultimately because this has become our life we have been researching lots and we are very happy with the steps that we've made i think i just think it's all down to personal preference and it's down to what you take photos with like i was in a forum the other day and they were talking some person went I want to upgrade from my 200D. And somebody went, what do you want to improve? I want to improve my pictures. And the the person said, well, that tells me that it's down to your skill. Mm -hmm. If you're upgrading a camera that's 24 megapixel to a 24 megapixel, you're not, your picture quality isn't getting any better. Yeah. The autofocus might be better, the colours might come out slightly better. But ultimately, we've seen people that we know, or know through Instagram, who have made beautiful pictures on their phones, beautiful pictures on Polaroid cameras. It is down to, as I, as, as this person rightly said, it's down to the user, not the camera. But the camera can help you. The camera a camera can help a novice become intermediate, but from intermediate to expert, it's all down to skill. Yeah, absolutely. You, you, could, you, could give, uh, you can give a complete newbie a... The most ex- like a really expensive mirrorless camera and a, a, a professional photographer, a simple entry level, in nine times out of ten, he'll take a much better shot. Because because than... the thing is, is the way that you got to see this is that it, it's not just the pictures; it's the, it's the story behind the picture. Mm-hmm. It's the story behind what is there for the picture. It's not just that, but it's knowing how to use lighting to your advantage, when yeah. to time your photos at the right time, what angles... What settings are you going to use if you're not going to use auto? What right. settings are you going to use if you're going to... You know, there's lots yeah, of things. there's so many things to consider and with people that have kind of mastered that ability to work stuff out, not only quick, but to a, a level of degree where they can get that perfect shot, like they know exactly what to tweak, yeah. they know exactly what to time, whereas someone with no clue, they're just going to point and shoot and hope for the best. Hope for the best. But, is there uh, anything that you specifically want to talk about? This could be a short podcast. I'm just. Yeah, yeah. Is there anything that you specifically want to discuss about the mirrorless and DSLR? Um. One thing I would like the opportunity to do, which I wanted to be spoke about and before, is just to try the try the camera out. Oh yes, like, I remember now. We are going to a shop tomorrow, me and Sarah, and they offer a rental service. Mm-hmm. So there is a potential that we may be renting some gear to see how we get along with it. Mm. And then what if we think it's good, we can send the stuff back. If we don't think it's good, then then, 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 then we... Gives you an idea, though, doesn't it? Yeah, you know, there's a, there's a small charge for it, but it's, no, it's nothing crazy like that. We can just, you know, rent the gear out to, to sort of test. Um, but yeah, that's something that we're looking forward to is actually testing gear, renting it out, testing it, seeing how how we're doing, mm. getting on. It will be, yeah, and it's nice to, in the long run, see how our 
equipment develops, like the, as our budget increases, the more things we look at getting, and we kind of we get to that not a plateau, but a standpoint where we have all the lenses we need, we have the cameras we're confident in as well as confident in ourselves, and it's kind of just let's explore. It's kind of you. If I put this as an analogy, you it's like a game. You get to that level, highest level in the game, and then you're kind of free to just do what you do want. Do what you want. You've, you complete, know. you've completed all the main missions, now yeah. just go off and do the sites. Yeah, you know, and, this, and that, that's, that's where the beauty of photography comes in, because it would literally be like, for example, I got a free weekend, Dan's like, Tyler, grab your 200 to 700 mil, I think this camera would work, let's go get these shots. Yeah. Bang. And, it, and then, then we can start, instead of pinpointing, let's go try this or try that, it'll be, this is a shot I want, this is the kind of angle I want it, let's go, f-. it's kind of like um, fishing for like, a rare fish, but instead of it being a rare fish, it's kind of like that one good shot you spend in. We know where the fish is, we've just got to catch it type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Sim- yeah simple as that. But no, please guys, please join us in our debate. Please oh, yeah, drop us messages, talk to us, yeah. leave comments down below. We, we uh, as you can see on our uh, on all of our Instas and socials of YouTube and Spotify, we, we we get involved in the comments. So if there's something that you want to talk about, uh, just just drop us a message and we'll yeah. speak to you. We'll try to help you and we'll have a debate. Whether you think that mirrorless are a part of wank, let us know. And if any of you do end up like any viewers are long-standing professional photographers or have a lot more experience than us we're, f- we're open to feedback Please, yeah. and any insight you guys have for your own experience using cameras tell us what like you that. noticed when you moved from camera to camera so from DSLR to mirrorless what was the, what was the biggest changes that you had yeah. please let us know but no I think I think it's all down to curiosity yeah please, please it's been nice just chatting mm. I hope that you guys have enjoyed our waffle <laughs> And please, yeah, get involved in the comments. Please let us know what you think. Uh, and I guess we'll we'll see you in the next one. Yeah. This has been Tyler from Mason Productions. And Dan, peace out. Boom.